Hi everyone, welcome back to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host Sal, and I'm here with my co-host Cruz. And we have a special guest today, Momo. Momo is a plus-size cosplayer that we stole from Fanime. Hi everybody! We're going to be going over some E3 news. We brought it up last week. We couldn't talk about everything since it wasn't completely done. So this is the rest of what happened for E3. I didn't pay attention at all to the Microsoft or any of the other ones other than Nintendo. So Cruz. Yeah, uh, the one that I watched primarily was the Microsoft Bethesda conference because they had a joint one. I, I did see like the PC gamer ones and all that, but there wasn't really anything crazy. Uh, I, I think the, the one that was of note was uh, the Microsoft Bethesda one because they finally showed off a trailer for Starfield, like a proper trailer. The first yeah. one that they showed off like two years ago. Name wasn't it it was just like a planet in space and then the mm, name starfield. starfield and this one we actually got a, a, an idea of what it's going to look like we got a date for it to release which is november 11th 2022 and of course it's november 11th because that's the date that bethesda releases everything mm -hmm. the, the last game they released skyrim came out 11 11 11 yep and then uh we got stalker 2 which we know is coming first to uh, Xbox and PC. So it's going to be coming to PlayStation as well, but at a later date, it's going to be coming to Xbox and PC on April 28th, 2022. And the game actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, Soccer is one of those games that I really like. Haven't played too much since. I don't have a computer. I noticed that this upcoming year is a really strong year because there's a lot of games oh, fuck, I'm actually yeah. looking forward to. There's a bunch of games on the on Xbox that I don't even bother to remember for the fact that they're coming out on Game Pass. So if you yeah. have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. It's like you don't like to play good games or like to save money. Yeah, it's 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 such a good deal. It's just, such a good fucking deal. Just by having all the Yakuza games in general. Yeah, it's, it's a solid deal. And a lot of these, again, these aren't, this isn't like a breakdown list of which ones are coming to Game Pass. So some of these aren't going to. Most of the ones that you have on this Most are, of the ones are. Yeah. A lot of Xbox, air quote, exclusives are on Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, another game that's coming out is uh, Back for Blood. That's coming out October 12th. That's that sort of a spiritual successor to Left for Dead. Yeah, it's made by the same people who made Left for Dead. Yeah. I want to say the release date got pushed back because i'm like 80 percent sure it was supposed to come out this summer but i don't know i could yeah, no, be wrong i feel like it did i feel like it was pushed back but mm -hmm. yeah i'm not sure about that but um it is coming to xbox playstation and pc so playstation people will be able to play it as well they dropped a new trailer for battlefield 2042 that actually showed some gameplay and it looks pretty fucking cool that one's not gonna be on game pass yeah because that's the ea well thing. it might it might be on ea thing whenever ea's uh what is it called? EA Play? I think so. Yeah, whenever they um, have a game that launches, having it doesn't make it free. It, they, it's a discount. I remember yeah. I got, I think it was like Battlefield 1 through them. And it was like, I don't know, like 40 bucks instead of 60, which is still a pretty fucking good deal. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's sort of the difference there. So I have a feeling it's not going to be free, but it's probably going to be at a discount. Uh, we also have 12 Minutes, which is like, uh, it's like an indie style game. It's like a time loop. It's like a top-down time loop game. Uh, it takes place, I guess, almost entirely in a single apartment. Mm. Uh, we've gotten trailers for this game for like things like three, four years now, and it looks interesting. Uh, it turns out that like they got actual actors to be the stars of this game. So there's James McAvoy, the guy who played Professor X in the new X-Men movies. And then they got Daisy Ridley, the girl who played Rey in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. We've also got, uh, we got Halo Infinite. We got some more information about yeah. it. That's coming out holiday 2021. With a 
Xbox One theme or Xbox Series X theme mini fridge. Yes, which which I, looks dope as fuck. Yeah, and I, I actually, want one. I want one too. I want one, despite the fact that my office space where I would you know use this mini fridge is also just like three feet away from my actual real fridge. <laughs> yeah, I want one. <laughs> you don't need to walk the three feet. I exactly. mean, it's, it's a cool. badass mini fridge. Even yeah. as a novelty, like, because I, I told my wife about it. I was like, I want to get one. And then she's like, why? <laughs> like, it's right there. You don't want to get up. And then I was like, well, if I'm being entirely honest, I kind of just want it for, like, yeah, the aesthetic I, of it. Like, yeah, it's cool. it's nice. It's I don't a- need to plug it in. I just want it. And she's yeah. like, no, that's a waste of money. And it's like, yeah, yeah it is. Honestly, I love novelty items that come with video games. Yeah. So I have a lot of the Call of Duty, like, novelty items. Like yeah. the race car with the C4 on it or mm-hmm. the night vision goggles. I remember yeah. I used to have the uh, um, the Pip-Boy that came with Fallout, Fallout 4. 4, yeah. But uh, I have a friend of mine who's a streamer, and I let him use it because he wanted to use it on stream, and he wasn't able to get the pre-order for it. But, like, that kind of stuff I'm I'm super into. And I saw the fridge, and I was like, I kind of want yeah, that. Yeah, dude, if it was it's 80 bucks, it. I'd be like, I'm getting it. There's no way it's 80 bucks. It's yeah. I guarantee it's at least 150 bucks. Because uh, another thing that is in the mini fridge, but Bungie released their Destiny-themed toaster. Oh, my God, it's $85. Yeah. And the toast that you get out of it is like the little burn mark of the Destiny logo. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay eighty dollars for a toaster, but for a mini fridge, to be like fuck it. How yeah. big is the mini fridge? It's not that big. It was. I think it was like like three feet tall. Yeah, I think it was like around this. Like I think it said it can hold like what, like six or eight cans. No, I think it's twelve. Twelve? I thought it was the whole twelve pack. I don't know. From the promotional picture they had of it, it looked to me like the whole twelve. Of pack. like rock stars or like Coke. Of like Coke. Like- Probably like Mountain Dew. Come on, uh, whatever you know. I, I mean, but, but even but then. like a like a can, you know, Monster is like twice as tall, so mm-hmm. maybe fit six of them. I don't know. But even then, that's enough for a good session. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, that's all. That's enough for some cervezas. But one of the biggest things about Halo Infinite is the multiplayer is going to be entirely free. Mm-hmm. Don't but have to buy the game. That. We need that. And the thing we didn't know about it is their battle pass system. Did you hear about their battle pass system? No, I think you and Jacob brought it up, and I just didn't pay attention. The battle pass system it works sort of similar to other ones where like you can just buy them, but they're not time-limited. And basically, that's how you get cos- That's one of the ways you can get cosmetic items. Mm-hmm. But it's not like this is the March battle pass or this is the summer battle pass. You can buy the battle pass and... As long you you just hold on to it for as long as as it takes for you to finish it, mm. and That's you can buy sweet. multiple ones at a time. Mm. And if you miss one that like you didn't play the game for like a year, and then you go into it and you're like, oh, there you know there was some pretty cool stuff apparently in the battle pass from like I don't know fucking last February or something. It's still there. You can go back and you can buy it and you can get the, oh, the cool. stuff from it. So you can just. If you need to, if you want to, step away from the game for a little bit, come back. You literally haven't missed anything. It's all there waiting for you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That That's actually really sweet because yeah. I, I threw my hat into the Fortnite ring yeah. for, for a little bit because, you know, it, it I was I do that free. occasionally. Um, and so I hated it because, like, I bought a battle pass. I bought one. And um, basically you just, after time limit, everything was gone. And I was like. So it's four, three or four months at a battle pass? Like the the length of it goes, and something yeah. like that, and then it's like, okay, well, for somebody who's not a hardcore player, I was like, how am I supposed to do this? And then it's gone, and then I was like, I'm out twenty five bucks. Yeah, yeah, damn, twenty five. I thought it was ten. It depends. There are bundles that come with. You can get the battle pass, and then you can get the battle pass like bundles, and those will come with um more items. Yeah, 
It'll come with more items. It'll come with additional V-Bucks. And usually it'll come with like, they try to entice you with like, this is the only way you can get this one particular skin or this one particular set of things. I know CJ's gotten them a couple times. Yeah, I know our See? friends Our friends go with them, but I, I bought in one Call of Duty Battle Pass, never again. Bought one Dead by Daylight Battle Pass, never again. I didn't even know Dead by Daylight had a Battle Pass. Uh, <laughs> I think the only one that I've been consistently getting and finishing is Destiny. No, I, I've done the Fortnite thing a couple times. Uh, I've bought a Battle Pass twice. I bought one for last season, and then I bought one, like, a couple years ago. And that one, it was during a period where I was playing it enough times that, like, you get enough V-Bucks from a Battle Pass to just buy the next one, and that's what yep. I was doing. And then at a certain point, I fell off, and then this, like, last season, I was like, fuck it. You know, there's a lot of cool skins, and then I, I fucking didn't finish, didn't finish it. I honestly just go and I buy skins, and I buy the dances or whatever Yeah. And it's honestly, like, cute ones. Like, I bought Harley Quinn, and mm-hmm. then I bought, like, the BTS dance. Yeah, I, I don't buy any of the skins. It's like, I ain't giving you any of my money. The thing I like about, or the reason why I will buy Fortnite skins versus, like, Overwatch ones is at the very least I can fucking see them. Mm-hmm. You can see them, and then you do the dances, and you can see them, whereas, like, something like Overwatch I, or Valorant. Yeah, because I remember. Which I've played a lot of Valorant, and I haven't bought a skin because I can't see it myself. Yeah, because it's for other for, people, for essentially. Call of Duty, I remember you and Jacob had such a boner for the fucking, Mara? Yeah, and it's yeah, just like... Yeah, it's still there. Why? Like, you don't... And I even told you guys, you don't see it, we get to see it. I get to see it in the menu. And I, then Jacob was like, I don't care, she's hot. And I was like, I same. guess. That was the same I mentality guess. for me. I think the only game I actively throw money at is Pokemon Go. Oh, I, yeah. I I don't even spend money on Pokemon see, Go. See, I do the uh, the thingy where like I signed up for the Google Opinion Rewards. Because yes. I don't give a rat's ass if uh, Google has my information. They already fucking I have did. it. I They're tried tracking that. me anyways. Never did I get a survey. Do you, you travel? Yeah, dude. Even before when I would only work at Bevmo, I would only go from Bevmo to Forever Twenty One. I used to work at both places, so I'd walk there. So it's just like no, no, no. You need to travel. Like, like you need to be going. Like, yeah. not just in your city. You know, me and my wife Fernanda will go out on vacation like regularly. We go like yeah. two or three times a year minimum. And so I'm going to other places. Then I get like, oh, did you? Go to fucking Albuquerque or something, and then it's like yeah. The, the first yeah, I sure. go is San Jose, whatever. So I'm in San Jose every weekend, and then I'm in Monterey like every other day. Yeah. And so it's just like, did you go to Del Monte shopping mall? And I was like, yeah. It was like, hey, thanks for noticing. Yeah. Damn. And then, then nice. And then if you just like Google stuff a lot, yeah, there's I certain Google like stuff keyword. All the time. Yeah, but the, it has to fall under like particular keyword yeah, things. Yeah, I don't know. It just and then it'll like, be like, meh. did you find what you were looking for? And it's like, fuck it, it's Google. Yeah, of course I did. What? <laughs> I, think, I googled leopard I'd be surprised if you didn't pull up a picture of the fucking cat <laughs> brings up a dog <laughs> brings up Clifford <laughs> anyway but anyway that's 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 Halo uh, another thing this one has no announced date but I thought it was a big enough deal yeah. uh, they did the trailer for the Outer Worlds 2 and the whole trailer was just them shitting on themselves and also on Bethesda mm. uh, for game trailers and then they just announced that, that it's a thing and that they, like, in the trailer, they straight up announced that they have nothing to show for it except that they're working on it. That's Which I thought nice. was yeah. was at least a nice thing to do because they didn't pretend like they were at really any stage in development. So if it comes out in four fucking years, I'm not going to be like, why is it taking forever? And then we've got uh, Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life. Which by the time yeah. you guys are hearing this, will have been out for like three days. Because yep. uh, it comes out uh, this... The 21st. Yeah, the 21st. A Sea of Thieves and Pirates of the Caribbean crossover. Caribbean. Caribbean. 
And if you don't know what Sea of Thieves is, because you're it's uncultured, game. it's yeah, it's a it's, it's a, a pirate, pirate game, game by Rare. But there's no raping, so just that's, yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. That's yeah. a good thing. Well, I guess technically there's no raping in the modern sense of the word. I mean, the classical sense of the word rape literally means to steal. Really? Yeah, that's the reason why when they would say Vikings raped and pillaged, what they mean is they would go into villages, steal everything from them, and then burn them down. So all those stories about all those women getting hella raped and then murdered were just false? I mean, a lot of those are stories. And they're usually stories written by people who were terrified of Vikings. So it wouldn't surprise me if some of those were false. But, um, I mean, I'm sure our definition of rape happened. It's just that term, raping and pillaging, doesn't mean what we think it means Then I take now. back my comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's when, when they would talk about pirates raping, generally that's what they meant, is just doing a pirate thing where they go in, steal a bunch of shit, and then leave. Dude, when I think of pirates, I think of like a lot of butt stuff. So no. All of them are dudes. No. They're, no. So, I don't uh, think about that at all. <laughs> Historically, they'd steal all the money and jewels and whatever, you know, it was mostly alcohol. alcohol lot, yeah. And and they'd go to these like ports and they'd find prostitutes. Exactly. And they'd pay them off with alcohol and whatever else they had. Damn. I guess we got to be pirates crews. It's it's sort of like the, why there's that like one sea shanty, I forget what it's called and I forget how it goes, but there's one that says something to the effect of there being uh, a girl in every port, but that also meaning that uh, the, every girl at every one of those ports probably also had multiple sailors waiting for them. Yeah. Yeah. Prostitution so. was big amongst, but, but yeah. even- Prostitution is big in just history. Yeah. It's like the oldest profession. It really is. Sucking dick. I mean, after <laughs> after months at sea, I mean, a good dick sucking is what you need, isn't it? I think a I mean, shower first. <laughs> well, I'm talking about Nintendo stuff, which Momo paid attention to. So Kazuya is in Smash. If you don't know who that is, that's the one of the main dudes from Tekken. So this is our third fighter from a different franchise in Smash Bros. That's, that's all really is about it. <laughs> You know, if you like Tekken, you like this character, the same way you would play him in Tekken is exactly the same way you can play with him in Smash. He's even better if you do the actual combos compared to just pressing the special button and either left or right or down or whatever. And other than that, they showed a couple of release dates. Metroid Dread's coming out, finally. I don't care for it. Yeah, it was originally announced back in, like, what was it, like, 2012? I think so. And then, like, 2015 got canceled, something like that. I might have my dates wrong. It might actually be older than that, but uh, it turns out it's not canceled anymore. Yeah. It's actually coming it's out. A, it's a 2D Metroid game, and it looks like you're fighting a bunch of robots. So Yeah. Honestly, when I saw... Hiding from a bunch of robots. Yeah. Right. Uh, when I saw the Metroid, I was like... Why is she fighting the robots from Portal? Yeah. They kind of look like it, yeah. Or a dog from Half-Life. Yeah, that too. Very mm -hmm. Valve looking mm -hmm. in its uh, design. Yeah. But that's coming out. It did have some Amiibos. It sold out instantly. It even sold out as I was trying to purchase it. Don't even tell me that. I need those Amiibos. No. They, they sold out I as saw it we were it. streaming. Yeah. Are you On serious? Tuesday, I had it in my car. All I had to do was press confirm, sold out. I didn't care for it. I was telling Cruz about it when we were at Carl's Jr. And he's like, I'm surprised you didn't get it just to sell. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe I should get it. I should get one to sell it. Because I did that with the Skyward Sword. I mean, I bought two of them. I will I gladly sell scalpers. you. I will sell you it for 60 bucks. That is not as much <laughs> I, as other people. 
I guess I'm paying scalper price on this. So I actually own every Amiibo that's been released. Yeah. Oh, at shit. least US wise. Yeah. Because there is the Box Boy that was released in Japan along with some the other. super, super rare one, Box Boy, that never got reprinted. And then there's also some Monster Hunter ones in Japan, I believe. Uh, no, those ones did come. The story season, the ones from story did come out here. They just, no one cared about it. But uh, yeah, the the Amiibo sold out while it was in my cart. Kind of annoyed about that. Amazon still yet to actually release them yet. Everywhere else has, but Amazon. In more news, Mario Party Superstars is also coming out in October. There's a lot of the games coming out October, November, by the way. It is a Mario Party game that has actual Mario Party stuff other than the new one that came out fucking so, four years ago. I think the biggest thing with the Mario Party Superstar is the um where you can log off and save your game. Yeah. So if you're playing multiplayer and you know you got to run and go to dinner and or whatever, you can log off of the game. It'll save everybody's spots on the board and then you can come back later and that is just something that they should have done a long time ago i don't know why it took them till now yeah i'm not too sure either i like mario party but it's only fun for a little bit after that's just kind of like eh. the fact that you can't really dig each other over is the part that it's just like i really don't want to play this i'd rather go play mario kart <laughs> actually yeah you with board games if a board game doesn't allow you to dick somebody over then you tend to not play it yeah just go back to playing monopoly no the only game that i didn't like was scurvy dogs and that's because the dude is a piece of shit that game we bought, this is an aside, but we went to Fanime like four years ago and uh, there's a dude there selling board games and we saw a pirate one. He's super into pirates. So he was like, I'll pay for half of it. You pay for half of it? And I was like, sure. And then we, we get it. Convention's over the next day. We go home. We decide we're going to play it. And like half of the rules are done. And then the other half isn't there. And there's a little uh, QR code you got to scan. And so we scan it. And then there's this online rule book. And even that one's not all the way done. So I wound up writing, just trying to figure out what the rest of the rules would be based off of the ones that were already there. Yeah, it's so we rules. Could, so we could finish the game. And once we got to that point, I did have fun with it. But he was just so turned off at the fact that it was essentially half done that it was like, ah, yeah. Yep. Fuck that game. <laughs> I still want to tell that dude I want a refund after it's been all these years. Just going to go hunt him down. I, I, I tweeted at I him. I wonder if it's done now. Yeah, I tweeted at him, telling him that he was like a stupid dumb bitch. <laughs> and he was, his response was, well, that's not very nice. Here's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just the rules that we already yeah. had that weren't all the way finished. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Mario Party. I know they brought back some of the older ones. Like uh, I think it was like Princess Peach's Cake and then Bowser's Pinball. I think that was like two of the ones that they highlighted. Uh, WarioWare, Get It Together is coming out. I don't... I don't care about Mario I love WarioWare. Yeah, I know a lot of people like the mini games. I never played it, so I think that's why I don't. When I had my 3DS, that was one of my favorite things. Yeah, I think that's why I don't really Honestly, care for it. Honestly, I didn't it. care for it either. Yeah, but that's coming out. I didn't see the release date, so I'm sorry. Another one that caught people by surprise, Mario and Rabbits. Spark of Hope. Yeah, it's a sequel yeah, to weird. Mario and Rabbits. Did we need a sequel? I don't think we did. I didn't think we would get one in general. I don't think we needed one. Honestly, like, I played the first one, and the mechanics are very annoying. If you like XCOM, then you like it, because I, I like the XCOM game. So when I was playing it, I, I was surprised on how well it was. 
Oh, my thing with it isn't that, like, the game's bad. My thing with it is just I don't understand the Rabbids franchise as a thing. Because, like, I remember when they did the first one for, like, the Wii, the first Rabbids game, and it was just, like, a mini-game series Mm -hmm. that had these little fucking creatures from... It was Rayman, right? Yeah. And I remember seeing that for the first time and being like, what the fuck even is this? I think the reason people like it, it was they're the pre-versions of the Minions. Yeah, they're Minions. That's it. Yeah. It was just like more Rabbids games, just more and more. And every time I see one, I'm like, who the fuck is buying these? It's all like one mascot for a bunch of different kinds of games. Like there's no consistency between them and i get that like mario does that as well but mario's big the rabbits just kind of popped up and then made like 30 different games that all (laughs) don't have anything to do with each other and play completely differently and i'm thinking what is it about this fucking rabbit that people love I mean, it looks like a like a fucked up Wallace and Gromit character. Like yeah. if you think about it, like Mario has his mushrooms, like Donkey Kong has his barrels and his yeah. bananas. But like, what the fuck do the rabbits have? I don't know. There really think, is no consistency. I think the fact that they're so much like minions, I think that's what the appeal is. You can just kind of throw them in anything. They, like you said, they've been in multiple things. A lot of people like to see them hurt. Like if you put a video with them just getting beat up, people would would. <laughs> fucking get it just to beat up some rabbits just like (laughs) you just turn into a caveman like fucking smooth brain just want to see a rabbit getting beat yeah because um is that what it is i think you just gotta go smooth brain mode on a rabbits game and see if i like it yeah i I think it's just the rabbit in general because um remember gamestop used to have that little rabbit dude too yeah i remember hella people really liked the little rabbit and he was just a knockoff version like a south park character or whatever Mm -hmm. because he would swear and shit Something about the rabbits, bro. I don't I'm know. Fucking know. Bun- Bugs Bunny's rabbit. Lola. How many? Uh, how many people turned into furries because of Lola from okay. Space Jam? Okay. There are so many people There's who Judy like Lola Hops from Zootopia. Hey, how how they... much Rule Thirty Four is there for this is Julie? Di- this Julie. is different. Okay. That stuff didn't happen because people were like, "Oh, look, rabbits." I'm sure there were some people, but most people know it wasn't that, right? For most people, it's the fact that there's a rabbit, but it has tits, and that's what confused them. No, the but- rabbits don't have, to there's, my knowledge, titties. There's Princess. There's the Peach one. It's a costume. Yeah, okay, and she's but- like a slut. Aren't all the rabbits like sort of like a gender? Like I don't know, dude. They're I, just are like you just a, assuming their gender. Right they're now? just like a clay thing. They're um, not like a. <laughs> Because the thing is, like, you see them in the trailers, and, like, there's no visual distinction except that some of them are wearing costumes. So I'd have to imagine that if this was a real animal, it would probably be hermaphroditic or maybe, like, uh, reproduced by budding, like, a sponge. I don't, I don't think don't there know. would be, like, a sexual dimorphism. I think you're looking too much into this. I'm definitely, game. I'm definitely looking too far into this <laughs> rabbits thing, but I understand none of it. Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania, coming October 5th. Super Monkey Ball is a franchise I fuck with hardcore. I, I, I hate Super Monkey Ball. I fucking so, love it so much. I was really confused because I was like, it, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. No. You're rolling around on a ball on, on a checkered platform. Kind of, but but the goal with Super Monkey Ball is not to get as fast as you can. And I think the reason why I like Super Monkey Ball is 
because it's like a puzzle game. Well, uh, well, the thing is, when I was a kid, very poor. So we used to have a lot of like analog games, little analog handheld games, and there was always those ones where it's a little square in like a plastic bubble, uh, and there's a little ball, and there's like holes in the platform, and you gotta you gotta tilt your hands, you gotta tilt the thingy to get the little yeah. ball into the whatever, and that's just Super Monkey Ball, but digital. That's mm. just the game. So just because I used to play this fucking little game when I was like five. Now you get to be the ball. Yeah. And now I get to play with monkeys. It's like it, it looked, mon- Super Monkey Ball was cool. It looked adorable. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to throw money at it because it's just really cute and seems fun. I just, I was like, why am I getting Sonic the Hedgehog vibes? I mean, change well, the platform. Well, it is made by Sega. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sega and owns it. I don't think I know of anybody who just like, is just like a, a real intense super yeah, monkey ball player. I, I, I think they're I think very that's, casual. I think that's a very counterintuitive thing. Like you, it's like, you turn your brain off and you play it and it's just a relaxing You thing. don't play this game blindfolded? <laughs> it's like, what, you don't have all the map knowledge in your yeah. brain? It's like, no, I just roll the monkey around and he goes <laughs> into the little ball and then yeah. I win. I know I started to dislike him because I was playing Yakuza like a dragon. Yeah. And there's a crane game where you can pull these little fuckers out. Oh, God. And they have really big fucking ears so the crane can't really grab it. So you have to like jiggle it to like push it in. So oh, my God. I spent thousands of in-game dollars <laughs> trying uh, to get them all because I, I knew for a fact that someone's going to want these because why else would they let you keep resetting it until you had them all? So then, uh, in other words, if we ever go to Japan together, I keep you away from the crane games. No, because I only like to gamble in in video games. When it comes to real real life money, I'll spend twenty bucks, and if I lose a bit, all right, eat a dick. I do the I'm same out. thing. Because for me, I I go to round one here in Salinas, and if I decide not to spend any money trying to get those crane games, yeah. Then I get bored of the place really easy because a lot of the games I want to play, I need another person like the pirate game. Brittany isn't very good at because the, the thing shakes and she gets easily scared. There was a TikTok she was watching one day. We were both laying in bed. Yeah. And this lady had a very like baby face mask and someone's in the car and they're getting close to her. And the lady like jumps out the car. Obvious as fuck that's coming. It startled the fuck out of her. She fucking screamed and dropped the phone on herself because that's how bad it's like. Yeah, she she does get scared. (laughs) Yeah, so that's why I can't really play like the pirate game with her. If the thing started popping up, she used to get get startled and it's like, all right, well, I don't want to waste any more money, so I guess we'll fuck off now. No, I, if I go to an arcade with my wife, I like it's a different vibe. I can go into an arcade by myself, and it's like, this is a relaxing... I'm going to be here for two hours. It's going to be relaxing. I'm going to have a nice time. I go in with my wife, and it's like, we're going to be here for 40 minutes. I'm going to lose so much more money, and I'm going to be tense because she gets competitive as fuck. Yeah. Like, we get down on a game, and she's like, I'm going to beat you. And the thing is, she's not, like, she's not half bad at most of them, so... I'm like there playing the fucking Jurassic Park game being like, I'm not having fun right now. (laughs) I need to win. I went to round one with a friend of mine who any crane game that he touches, Mm -hmm. he can win. And I'm just like, I fucking hate you. Like, I'm sitting there trying to win one fucking axolotl and I'm like a hundred bucks out. And I was like, I could go to LA and buy this wholesale for like 10 bucks. Yep. I spent... $20 trying to get a stuffed animal for my wife one time and at a certain point she was just like no like you're done (laughs) (laughs) like like I appreciate 
I appreciate it, but no. Yeah. You've Vince, spent like twice what this plushie is worth. Vince goes and wins it. So that's why I go into Vince. Dengaropa Decadence, which is Dengaropa 1, 2, and 3? Yeah, yeah. 3. Because the only it's one the they're missing is, this, is the Spare Girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't know what that game is, it's a murder mystery where you play as a... It's a paranormal murder mystery. Yeah, where you play as a high school student. You get locked, the, at least the first one and the second... The first one, really. You get locked into a high school and it's like, all right, this is just a normal day. You hang out, live here forever until you graduate. But you can get out if you murder someone and get away with it. Mm-hmm. So you try to figure out, okay, who is murdering who? Yeah, because people sort of just start dropping around you. Yeah. Yeah, it, as far as the series goes, like, it does a lot of weird shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a fan of Persona, if you're, if you're like, in that crossover between being I a fan... I wouldn't say Persona. I would say Phoenix Wright. That's actually what I was going to say. I was going to say, if you're in that crossover between being a fan of Persona and being a fan of Phoenix Wright, this is a good game for like, you. Like, I can definitely see, like, the... Supernatural elements wise, a lot of it reminds me of some of the stuff that happens in the Shin Megami Tensei series overall, yeah. but Persona specific. Yeah, like I can get some of like the art design, yeah, Persona, but it's and definitely. If you're a fan of uh, Akudama Drive, you'd probably be a fan of uh, Danganronpa because yeah. it's the same people that mm. the same people that made the Danganronpa game made the Akudama Drive anime, and that's yeah. a solid anime. Yeah. In other news, we got Shimigami Tensei Five coming on the Switch November twelfth. Yeah, finally. I'm excited for a new Shimigami Tensei. Yeah. If you look at it and you look it up and you're like, this feels very Persona-like, and it's like, well, yeah, this is this is the the basis of Persona. Mm -hmm. And then the last one that caught me hell of hell by surprise because the last time we got a game from this was I think on the Wii U. Yeah, was Fatal Frame made in a Blackwater. Fatal, I fuck with Fatal Frame so. It's a supernatural game where you play as a person and you take pictures of ghosts and that's how you get rid of them. I don't remember if it was the first one, but the first one that I played. Uh, I think it came out my, on PlayStation 2. Yeah. My dad got me and my sister into it because he's super into horror and he always, yeah, it he always definitely kept us around has it. has very strong ring vibes. If you like the movie Ring, then you'll be like, oh shit. Yeah, because that one was about uh, the one that I played. Again, I think it was the first one. I'm not sure. You played like this girl investigating this like big old haunted house. You get, they called it the Camera Obscura. Mm-hmm. And you were able to see ghosts with it, and taking pictures of the ghosts was how to get them to like fuck off. Yeah, you would exercise them. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like taking picture of anybody without their permission is a good way to get them to like fuck off. Yeah, I mean sometimes it might cause them to stick around because they know they want to fight. <laughs> it's like when you play Pokemon, you make eye contact. Oh, they make eye contact with you because I remember sometimes in Pokemon, I was just like walking straight, and they're off to my side. I saw you looking at me. Let's fight, and she's like, yeah. oh, "What the fuck?" But yeah, Fatal Frame, spooky ghost game. Spooky ghost it game. Looks fun. It's I... a spooky Pokemon snap. Yeah, pretty much. And that's I, amazing. I fuck with it so hard. Yeah, me too. It's coming out on the Switch. I don't know if they did say release date. I didn't I see so. one. I just think that it's coming out. But that's pretty much it for E3. We did talk about it last episode. But now to talk about our guest that's been here, Momo. What are some of the animes that you like? So I grew up watching Tenchi Muyo and Sailor Moon. Uh, So that was always like, as a kid, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. And then I think my biggest leap into the anime culture had to have been Naruto. Yep. Yeah. And, and I swear, as an adult, I fuck with it harder 
and I'm just like, what's wrong with me? I never watched, or I watched some of an- the Naruto anime, but at a certain point, I forgot where I was at, and I was like, fuck it, the manga's done. Let me just read the manga because it's faster. God damn, the anime has so much fucking filler. Yep. I started reading Burrito, <laughs> and it's all right. I definitely feel like they they hella fucked. <laughs> okay, they they fucked. They did Hinata dirty hard. hardcore. Not just Hinata, but it's like. Soccer, the whole thing was she's like, I want to get this man's dick in my mouth. Homeboy doesn't even stick. He fucks her probably once and then dipped out. He's like, yeah. all right, I spread my seed. And nah, that was dude, it. How are you going to give her big titties and then be like, nah, two children and you're flat chested. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I understand what they were going for, right? They were like, oh, we have to make them look older. So let's like. So her titties disappeared? Well, they, they, it seemed like they tried to model them off of like what they would consider to be like average people. But the thing is, they're not average people. They're ninjas. It's not like they stopped being ninjas at like 30, you know, or 40. I, I'm pretty sure she's only what like which one are we talking about Hinata the purple hair girl okay I'm pretty sure she's the same age as me you know around 28 Uh, she's she's less than 30 because if you figure they got married at 18 and her kid's only 10 that's a good point yeah so she's but she looks like she's 50 okay so (laughs) (laughs) that's what I'm saying they did her dirty dude give her her titties back I'm pretty sure you know she breastfed her kids her titties should be looking juicy yeah A they made them look really old but then also like they didn't even make them look old by naruto standards you look at fucking the the i don't remember if it was i don't remember if it was the first one or if it was like doesn't count though tsunade was using the that fucking technique that makes herself look young that's okay but still if you go by if you look at her like even even jiraiya was like why do you keep keeping up this appearance you look better in your actual age and she punches him because you know they liked each other. Okay, but bro, what was it like? Shippuden with the third Hokage? That dude was old and he did not look. He was yeah. fit. Yeah, he, he was, was old, but he was like, you know, you looked at him and you were like, I can see why he's in. No. And then for some reason, like none of the old Naruto cast when they got older really like. Looked badass. Yeah. Like they did them dirty. But none of them looked like they could be in like John Wick 4 like they should. <laughs> yeah. But if you look at Tsunade, and even though she's using her jutsu. So if you look at her when she was like 10, 12 years old, she was very flat chested. And then the age she portrays is in her 30s or 40s. Mm -hmm. And that's when she had the big ass titties. Exactly. So in Naruto logic, you should have went from a flat chested 10 year old to, to big titty, you know, MILF. Yeah. And, and that's not what he thought it did. And I'm just like, what? Well, maybe she's like tying them back. Cause you know, big ass titties get in the way. Like, I have big-ass titties, and they get my way at my work. Okay, I have big-ass titties, and if I tried to tie them back, you would still see that I have big-ass titties. That's true. Yeah. Your chest would look really weird, because it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? So, they did her dirty, and that makes me angry. What makes me angry the, the about whole the whole cast. burrito thing is how sexual they make Sandra, Sasuke's kid. Like, I was reading the manga, and there's so, there's a couple of cover arts for it. She's daddy just, issues. What do you where, expect? Where it's just her, and it's just like, it doesn't help that homegirl runs around in high heels. And it's like, I remember seeing people talk about like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see the 34, or Rule 34 Sandra. And it's like, dude, isn't she like 10 or 9? What the fuck? Dude, but she got daddy issues. She's starting early. Leave her alone. I don't know. Why I are just, you judging? I just think it's hella weird. 
my thing with the thing is I was never like a huge fan of Naruto, but I always had friends that were like, just try it out again, just try it out again, and you gotta let it stick. <laughs> I, I've I've watched up to everything with like the third Hokage maybe like five times now. I finally finished it, but it was a. I'm gonna be honest with you, it was kind of a chore because the thing is, it's not yeah, I my kind it. of show. Yeah. But I had so many people being like, but just keep just keep going. And then I finally got through it. And it's weird because I started watching Baruto. And it wasn't until I started watching Baruto that I was like, fuck, Naruto was way better than this. <laughs> Whereas like if I hadn't watched Baruto, I'd still be like, why why am I watching this? For Naruto, the manga is where it's at. The manga is a lot better. It's like that it doesn't have that filler. Like the whole thing about them catching the other nine tail badgers or whatever. Yeah. They're not even in the fucking manga. They did the the fucking Ku Klux Klan, whatever the the bad guys were. <laughs> they already had them. The Akatsuki. There Akatsuki. we go. <laughs> my homeboy, dude, Itachi, my love. Dude, the, they already had them all wrapped up. They're like, hey, we just need to get the ginger dude and the fucking noodle guy, and we're good. Actually, the reason why I was able to finish it the last time is because I was sort of complaining on Twitter, and somebody was like, here's a watch list. And it skipped, apparently, yeah. all the parts that were filler. Yes. And, like, one of the seasons, there was only, like, four or five yes. episodes that so, were, like, yes. in the manga. And it was like, fuck it. I can burn through a season in, like, a day then. <laughs> so um, I went, because I was buying as I, I went, like, I bought them on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And so most of the time I was arguing with myself, is it cheaper to buy single episodes or to buy the season? So the season was $20 and single episodes are $2. Yeah. And so for some of the seasons, oh man, six bucks. Sweet. Yeah. And then some of the other ones I had to buy an entire season. And I was like, this yeah, fucking like the, sucks. The, basically the entire first season is intact if you watch it in that, that watch this. I think there's like it, one, it's one up, episode that you until don't. Shippuden is more or less the manga. The thing is, like, no. as as it goes For... on, the first season, like, most of them are a part of that watch list. I think mm -hmm. there's, like, one or two that you don't watch. So you get and up then... to the tuning exams. Mm -hmm. And then once you once the tuning exams are done, you start getting so much fucking mm -hmm. filler. Yeah. Because I remember watching it when it was, like, aired on Toonami. Mm -hmm. And they just kept replaying up until the tuning exams. And then they'd restart it. Because that was literally all that was out. Yeah. And then you get, like, a season of filler, and then you get, like, half a season of, like, actual canon, and it's annoying. Yeah. yeah. We reviewed the, or we gave an impression on it, and yeah, I, I didn't care for it. Yeah, both of us were like, eh, we're not going to keep watching it. Yeah. I still wound up watching a little bit of it, but, yeah, no, but I mean, not, not much. If I had to choose between Yashihime and then the... Was it the other road picnic? I would, I would other choose, side picnic. Yeah, and at least I knew that one they might bang. Do you want me to ruin that for you? What? <laughs> they didn't bang? All right, if you want to get... They, they do get together. They don't bang. If you bang. want an anime... There's too much uh, uh, interference from the U.S. government and these weird monsters. It's actually that, really that, cool, that's, but... That sounds like the U.S. government stopping the two lesbians from banging no they're trying to save the u.s government from these monsters and the monsters are the ones who are doing the cock blocking damn so if you want an anime with a good banging scene that's not hentai domestic girlfriend yeah domestic girlfriend has that did we didn't we talk about that we didn't we didn't so it's, it's vince is super into it it's anime about a guy who deflowers this one girl and then has a crush on his teacher 
he comes home one day to find out that his dad is now married and she has two daughters, which are the teacher and the girl he deflowered. And now he has to live with them. Which is why it's called domestic girlfriend. (laughs) Because now that's his stepsister. Damn. Essentially, they both are. Yeah, yeah. and he. You can see why Vince both. is into this. Yeah, Vince <laughs> is into the pervy stuff. Well, I, pervy stuff, and then also he's just super into the romance stuff. Yeah, I. As much as I was saying about banging, I actually do not like over sexualization in my anime. Like as much as One Piece has big ass titties, I'm okay with it to a certain extent. But once it's too much, it's just like get the fuck out of my face. To be fair, it's intentional in yeah. One Piece. Uh. For years, Oda, the author, would get shit from a bunch of people for drawing women unrealistically. Yeah. He, he draws would. everybody unrealistically, but specifically because they'd be these really tall girls, really long legs, really big boobs. Um, and he took a, waist. Yeah, and then he, he took a little he... break for a little while. And then when he came back, there was, a, I believe it was a, what, one of his like little editor's notes in the back of the manga, basically just like... As a response to all of it, he got fed up with it. And there's there's a part after a time skip where Nami's tits are just noticeably way bigger. Mm. And it's just him being like, fuck you, I'm gonna do what I want. <laughs> bigger yeah. titties, bro. And then he started that's when he really started adding the characters that were like twenty-five feet tall and like three thousand pounds and like what, these crazy yeah, ones that just wouldn't exist. He he per- he puts that he he makes the women with the hour shaped glass figure on purpose for for that reason mm-hmm. too, because he's like I like titties, you yeah, like titties. That's one of the things that I I really appreciate about like. Okay, can we just agree though? Everybody loves titties. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, people. Everybody loves them. People just argue about the size. Some people yeah. are like small ones. Some people like big ones. Fuck it. There's like, there's no I such like thing as a titties. wrong titty. Yeah. No, there is some. Who was it that you showed me? Not the other one. You were saying that this girl has some big ass titties, and I looked it up. I don't know, dude. On Instagram, because on Instagram I look at hello cosplayers, and ninety percent of them like to show off titties. And there was one of them. I was just like, God damn, that shit is so big that I'm like that's uncomfortable I'm like I feel bad for you it's like the back pain because my girlfriend has big boobies and it she's hurts. Like, and yeah she's like my back hurts but um how does it feel to be a female cosplayer um empowering really so it's actually really empowering and and that's why I like being called a plus size cosplayer because both being plus size and being a woman in our society is very hard to navigate yeah and clothes and costumes are not made for us. Mm-hmm. So I learned to sew and I sew a lot of my own outfits. And I just, people are like, a woman of your size shouldn't be dressing like this. I think honestly today coming in here, I had people telling me that I'm not dressed appropriate. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a schoolgirl skirt and oh, cat like ears. To, today in real life? Yeah. What the fuck? And, and so I just, I get a lot of hate for it, but... I smile in their faces and I'm just like, this is how I enjoy dressing. I mean, if I was 100 pounds lighter, nobody would say a word, but mm. I'm a stronger person because I cosplay. Okay. It, it gives me the confidence and I think everybody should try it at least once. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Actually, uh, when I was in high school, college, I would cosplay a lot. Uh, and then I cosplayed, what, like once recently, like two years ago, but it was just like a closet one. Just because it's something that I've been wanting to get back into. But um, I remember for me, it was back in, it was after Halo Reach came out, I believe. Me and some friends went to to Fanime as 
like the the Spartans, and it was basically based off of the ones that we would play in the multiplayer. Did you so do the, the little the, run? No. <laughs> well, the the like the you know how you could like customize yours in yeah. And I remember that was like it was like basically like two hundred dollars a costume with all the materials. It was those like paper files he put together, and it was a lot of resin, and it was a lot of work. But like walking in like into the convention with the costume he made knowing full well this doesn't look as good as it could but but walking in with an a like a finished costume into a place where there's a bunch of other people that are also dressed up there's like a sense of accomplishment there that like is one of the reasons why I want to get back into it cuz mm-hmm. the actual making part of it and then showing it off is fun and how does it like how does that feel like for you when you put together something and then you like Oh, dude, I I hella go fucking hella ham on these outfits, dude. I will get an idea in my head. I have a sketchbook full of costumes that I hopefully will eventually do. Um, But once I get an idea in my head, I'm just like, I'm going to go buy all these materials and I'll start doing it. And I could get it done in like a week. And I think the most recent one I did was Kushino Uzumaki. Oh, wow. And um, that hair annoyed the crap out of me. But the outfit was adorable. And um, yeah, I, I sewed it in like two days. Oh, damn. And I I was just rocking it. And so I had my eldest kid dress as Naruto from Shippuden. Mm-hmm. And I chased him around with a chancla. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you got to you got to have you got to be the character. Yeah. And and so he's he's dressed up as Naruto and I have pictures of it. And I'm like. It feels amazing. Just, you know, my kid being Naruto, me being Kushina, and just putting these outfits together is so fun. That's the one thing. So as much, like, earlier I said I look at people's cosplay. It's whatever Instagram shows me. And nine times out of ten, it's those girls who put the, like, the least amount of effort just just to show. You're talking, we've talked about this yeah, on we've talked about before. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Um, what I usually refer to them as is there's usually usually you can take cosplayers and you can break them down into two groups. There's the model cosplayers who they want to dress up as a character, so they buy the costumes. And the the key point of what they're doing is the photo shoot aspect. That's what they want out of it. That's what is fun for them. But then you have the makers who they do like the the convention part and the photo part because they get to show it off. But the large part of their entertainment there and their enjoyment of this like hobby is the making of the thing mm-hmm. and what Sal's saying is that generally speaking because it's a photo sharing website Instagram tends to highlight the you know the yeah. the, the, the more, more model side yeah. than what people are looking at what people are liking more and so all he tends to see a lot of those which is also the kind that he likes to look at so- the least I will dress provocatively. I did a May from Overwatch outfit. Yeah. Um, it is not her traditional outfit. It is kind of a summer meets winter theme. Like a like a boudoir version of what you would constitute as like a custom skin for her. Yes. And and so um it's very fun, it's very sexy. Um I don't mind doing boudoir shoots. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I'm I don't shy away from it. But for convention purposes, I I just try to embody the character, yeah. and you know it's it's fun. I I love the people I meet. I love seeing when, I mean my my cosplay may not be like on point. It's not a hundred percent. Like I'm still learning. Yeah. Mm. So if something I do comes out shitty, I've had bows fall off. I've had my costumes fall apart oh, at a God. convention. Thank God for those. Uh, what do they call them? 
But every convention I've ever been to, they have the room. They have the room with the with the sewing machines and the glue and the very very kind people that are just waiting there to so, help people with horrible like. Fanime twenty nineteen. I dressed up so there was a Marvel gathering. Yeah. Um, I dressed up as Shuri from Black Panther. Uh huh. I didn't make this one. I bought it. It was like the spandex. Mm-hmm. And then it came with the gloves and everything. And I bought it because my kids wanted to do the Marvel Gathering. Yeah. And so my children were dressed up as Spider-Man, Captain America, and Black Panther. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to match one of my kids. So I did Shuri. Oh, my God. The zipper broke. And I was just like, what do I do? So I, I finally went to one of these rooms where they help you. And because I'm in this, I'm strapped mm-hmm. in. I can't reach my backside. So I, one of these girls saw me struggling and she hooked the zipper back in, zipped it up, but it wouldn't stay up because it had broken. And she's like, I'm going to sew you into your outfit. Like once you take this off, there's no putting it back yeah. together. Yeah. So it was like a one and done. But she, I mean, I rocked that outfit the rest of the day. I couldn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but like they save your life. Yeah. And and I'm just like, oh my God, thank you. And then. Yeah. I think I've only ever had one costume that didn't fail on me in one way or the other. And it was the closet cosplay I did for Fanime. Like I think, I think actually the same year, 2019. But that was just. I literally went as John Constantine. Oh, yeah. So it was After I mentioned it to you. So it was, it was uh my like some suit pants I had a trench coat. A, a white button up. No, it wasn't it was the Keanu Reeves one yeah. from oh. the beginning of the movie. So I had that. I had a fake cigarette which I never actually used because in my brain I was like I don't want to take photos with this because we're not supposed to smoke here and I don't want to have to explain to people that it's not a real thing and I don't want, you know, like, so I was just like, it's more trouble than it's worth, whatever. And then I got like the tattoo paper to do the, the things on his arms and that was it. And that one didn't fail on me because it's mostly just regular clothes. Yeah, but regular like, clothes. <laughs> but like the, uh, when we went and we did the Halo one, the, um, so those, those costumes were mostly resin. They were very hot. So what we had on the inside to keep us cool was a battery pack that was attached to a bunch of like little, uh, like, what are they, like 16 millimeter computer fans. Yeah. And I had that dye on me, which meant that it got very hot. But even going into the into that room and being like, hey, does anybody know this? Like three people who were like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. What? Right. <laughs> and then it's like, you know how to fix this? Because I didn't put this together. My friend did and he's not here right now. It's like, no, yeah, here, come on. And then it's like, OK, cool. I'm not sweating my ass off for the rest of this convention. Yeah, so my kid dressed up as one of those um, inflatable T-Rex. Oh, God. Do you want one? And, and the battery pack, like, you know, first... We needed a screwdriver to open the battery yeah. pack. And then secondly, like halfway through the day, the batteries died. We we went to this room and it was like, oh, we have batteries. Oh, we have a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, are you guys just Home Depot? <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing is there are people that go specifically to essentially wait in these rooms just to help people that come in and like fucking thank God for those guys. I love them. Yeah. I They are the unsung heroes of Fanime. And I appreciate everything that they do. Have you ever planned a costume and then not had it ready yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing. <laughs> I, I think it's still not ready. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Damn. This, this was like three years ago. Um, So it's my Sailor Mercury outfit. Yeah. 
and I've modeled it before. I've worn it. I just don't ever show the bottom of the skirt because it's not hemmed. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So, yeah, I have the entire outfit pretty much done. Yeah. I'm just missing the gloves, the tiara, and I need to hem the skirt. And honestly, it takes me like 10 minutes to do all of it. Oh, wow. But I'm just like, fuck this. I'm making Kushina. <laughs> <laughs> so you're definitely one of those people that like... You start a project before you finish projects. Yeah, I I probably have so many outfits, like, started. Yeah. And then how many do I have done? None. Yeah. It's fine. I do the same thing with illustrations. I'll start a drawing, and then halfway through the drawing, I'll be like, but what if I drew something else? And I have, like, sketchbooks that are just full of, like, half-filled so things. So in the event that, like, I plan a cosplay and I don't have it done... I have plenty of like closet cosplays mm-hmm. that I'm just like, I'm gonna throw this on. And um, I did that this year because they had meetups for Fatime. Mm-hmm. I went to several of them and I had this like Minnie Mouse skirt and I was just like, black top, Mickey Mouse ears, done. And they were like <laughs> my kids' Mickey Mouse ears from the Dollar Tree. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, it's fine, it works. <laughs> and then if not that, I always fall back on my Slytherin outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the Slytherin robe from Universal Studios. It's like yeah. a $150 robe. It's probably the most expensive part of the outfit. Mm-hmm. The rest of the, the like schoolgirl uniform is the one that you can buy at like Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. So that's just my go-to like I done fucked up and didn't time <laughs> manage very well. So in other words, you just you have a backup. Yeah. Okay, that's good. You got it. And then even when I go to conventions, like in the event of like a failure, yeah. You always got to carry something. I've never done that before. I've never I've never prepped for something to go wrong. And the thing is, it it has in the past, but I always just my thought is always like if this gets ruined, fuck it. I'm just not in a costume today then. Well, I guess it's because like not only am I cosplaying for myself, but I cosplay for my children. Mm-hmm. So so they're also in cosplay. Yeah. And so, you know, if their stuff breaks, they're not going to want to go the rest of the convention without a costume. They're children. That's true, yeah. yeah. They're so, going to want to hop back into something. So I always have like a backup outfit or spare clothes or something, you know, and we make it work. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if necessary, we go to the swap meet. And I find them a cosplay. (laughs) (laughs) So when we were prepping this episode earlier in the week, me and Sal were discussing how we were going to format it and what we were going to talk about. And uh, obviously, you know, the topic of cosplay came up. And after I got off the phone with him, I was talking to my wife. And she knows that I used to do that as well. And I just got to the point where I was like, I don't don't remember what even got me into it in the first place. And then I remembered I have a bunch of old pictures of me from, I used to go to Comic-Con with my dad when I was a kid. And I was just going through them. And then I saw the exact photo that made me think I should put on a costume and walk around. And it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, some cool dude dressed up and me going, ooh, I want to do that. I have a photo with me and some like random girl who's dressed up in like Harry Potter clothes. And you can tell the look on my face. And I also remember that moment being like, this girl's really pretty. (laughs) This girl's really pretty. Like, looking back, I am 100% sure that experience is what made me think, like, I should also do this. because. Mm. And then over time, it became me more focusing on the fact that I genuinely like building things and painting things and drawing things, where it became a creative thing. But the initial spark for me was 
I saw a really pretty girl do a thing and I wanted to. So my question is, what put you into wanting to do that? So I know the exact day. Yeah. Like by memory. It was Halloween 2006. And it was a friend of mine. And it was when Dot Hack Sign uh, was a thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what was uh, that series. Dot Hack. There was dot hack, dot hack, like a website. Never heard of it. It, it was a very, very popular series. There's a brand for a very long time. There was two series. There was Sign and GU, I think. Yeah. But um, never heard of it. So he wanted to dress up as kite, mm-hmm. and he like begged his mother to sew this thing. <laughs> and and I practically lived at his house, dude. I was that kid that didn't mm-hmm. fit in with my family, so I lived over there, like. It was, like, from after school to, like, 9 p.m. I was at his house every day. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, I saw her putting this thing together. And Halloween, you know, we were going trick-or-treating. And this is what he wore. And I was like, but that's that's a cartoon character that we like. You know, mm-hmm. that's not something you get in the store. That's not something. And I saw the passion that he had wearing it. Yeah. And and I was just like the passion that he had wearing it and the passion of, you know, his mom making it. It was just it was amazing. It was just this beautiful moment and it stuck with me. So my first anime convention was Fanime two thousand nine. Oh wow. And um I remember I dressed up as Nina from Code Geass. Thank God my brain went to Nina from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, no. When I. <laughs> trust, uh, trust me. Uh, so, when I have my a daughter, I'm going to dress her up as Nina from Full oh Metal God. Alchemist because, you know, I'm that parent. <laughs> but um, no, I dressed up as Nina from Code Geass. And the outfit, like, I had to have it custom made because, you know, as I, I've always been plus size. Mm-hmm. And so, if you go to these, like, cosplay websites, like, I think the most they go to is, like, a 1X. Mm hmm. And so I had to have it custom made and the outfit fit well, except for the like thigh highs Mm -hmm. because, you know, they didn't ask me to measure my thighs. They just gave me the standard like thigh highs that come with the outfit. And I was like, yo, my thighs don't fit in this. So I had to like go out and buy different socks that look similar to it. Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized like there is this problem with fitting outside this box Mm -hmm. that you know beauty standards create and I was just like I need to start sewing my own and I thought back to my friend's mom and I was like that passion Mm -hmm. like there wasn't any passion buying this outfit like there wasn't any feeling I mean yeah I looked nice but like and it looked professional but thinking back to my friend's kite outfit it looked really shitty Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> you could see the seams like yeah. you know Sally from like Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. how you yeah. see the stitching yeah that's what it looked like it looked really horrid see, and, and that's what when I brought up earlier about cosplayers if you make it and if it looks really really bad I would rather sit there and watch you put this together it might not look the best you know it might be off but I'd rather support that than support homegirl over here who just bought their shit and it was like oh yeah look at my ass and look at my tits like sure I like to look at that but when it comes to cosplay it's like no you if you can you should make it by yourself because 
like you said the passion's there even if it's not the best it comes apart halfway through at least you put the time and effort compared yeah. to like fuck i'm gonna go be fucking a blueberry at the store i'm gonna go buy that shit but you know what the thing is is like i can sew and still show off my fucking titties yeah yeah but, like the way i learned to sew is by taking apart the clothing I have mm -hmm. and, and learning the stitch patterns. And so I have clothing that, you know, are very provocative. And I'm like, I've taken them apart and I've recreated them and incorporated them into cosplays. Yeah, because, like, when I was really getting into, like, making cosplays, because, like, again, I started doing it in high school, but I really started getting into it in college. And I got to a certain point where I was like, uh, this is obviously something that, you know, nobody that I really know knows how to do. I started looking up YouTube videos and stuff, and that's one of the things they tell you to do is, like, well, you know, you're making, you know, like a, a shirt or, you know, some sort of top clothing. Do you do you have a shirt that you don't care about anymore? <laughs> Rip it apart. That's your pattern. And then it's like, oh, shit. I did not know it was that easy. And then, I like, the first few times, obviously... It's kind of shitty, but the great thing about art in general is the more you do it, the better you get. You get, get. Better. You learn every single time, especially if like if you can genuinely recognize what you didn't do well, the next thing will be better. So mm. one cosplay, the first cosplay I made from scratch was the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Uh, my kid was a Ghostbuster for Halloween, and he required a, a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah. <laughs> And so I didn't know how to start a cosplay. So I took a dress that I, I didn't need and I added fabric to it. So I just, I modified this dress and I made the hat from scratch, but then I made Serena from Pokemon X and Y, I yeah. think. And um, that one I did completely from scratch and how I did it was I just, took apart my old clothing and I was like this is where I'm going and I've never actually had tutorials I mean the the mannequin I use to like sew my clothes on I made out of duct tape and newspaper oh I I definitely used the the whole uh, wrap yourself in cellophane and then cover yourself in duct tape technique a few exactly times. for the body yeah. form yeah body form and then any like you doing like a gauntlet or something to get it to fit your arm properly yeah and it's because Honestly, to find larger body forms is really difficult, and it's expensive. And I mean, even yeah, if you're like a expensive, regular size, expensive my, is definitely. My girlfriend yeah. is like for one bra, it's like sixty or eighty bucks. It's sixty. I'm telling. Yeah. I'm wearing a torrid bra right now, and yeah, I can tell you, I spent fifty four dollars. Expensive, and it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, just no. Women clothes in general are just more expensive. And so, oh, I've started doing it not just for cosplay, but just my own fashion mm -hmm. i've started designing a lot of my own clothing and i i think a lot of plus size women kind of get into that too because we don't fit into you know general clothing mm. i mean it's either you go to torrid and you know pants are like 70 dollars, bras mm -hmm. are 60 shirts are like 50 bucks i mean i can i can go into a torrid and price everything out and mm -hmm. and like i shop clearance there because i'm a fucking cheap ass <laughs> I mean, and and then you, no, no shame in that you go to stores like forever 21 and h&m you know that have a plus size you know selection and i i put that in air quotes because honestly they're like the sizes go to like four or five x but realistically they only fit as an extra large yeah well, I think for stores like that, they're sold here in America, but their production comes from China. 
Yeah, usually so, anytime you get like an Asian production, like, you kind of just assume it's going to run small. Yeah, because yeah. they're just smaller built. Yeah, because even, uh, even my dad, who's like, he's, you know, yeah, he's 55 and he's in great shape, yeah. much better shape than I am. It's honestly kind of a shame to look at him and then look at me, but most of his shirts are extra large and he's shorter than I am. He's kind of a, he's not small, but like because of, the like differences in sizes if he buys like a like a shirt that's you know it's a large it'll fit him fine a medium will fit him fine but basically any store at the mall he buys one he has to go xl because otherwise you get the thingy where like it's just really tight across the chest Mm -hmm. and it's like i understand the people over there are smaller but you're making them mostly for people over here. Yeah. So I was doing my husband's laundry and I was like, is this yours? So he wears a medium. Yeah. And and then I'm looking at everything and I'm just like, why are there smalls in here? Why is there a large? Like, where are these sizes coming from? Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I thank God that men do their pants sizes the way that we do. Because we can, we can like, it's all just general measurements. If, I, if I'm a 36 by, like, 32 or whatever, doesn't matter what brand I get. They're all the same. It's going to be that. But a shirt that's small, medium, or large means different things. Yeah. Okay, so women's pants are such bullshit. I've seen yeah, that. They so, are. so in one store, I can go from a two to a 24. In another store, they're like, oh, you're a 26. Mm. I'm like, bitch, I ain't that fat. Stop it. You're hurting my self-esteem. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then no, it gets worse, okay? Because there, there's the length of the pants. You can have like short, you know, regular, long. Um, there's like petite, like there's different lengths. Yeah. And, and you're just like, what? And then there's butt sizes. I used to shop at Old Navy for my pants and they had like boyfriend and like rock stars mm-hmm. and like basic and then they had curvy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, so 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 like if I have an ass, I can't wear rock star jeans and and, and like or like what the hell is a boyfriend jean like that's weird so then so then how much ass is a boyfriend supposed yeah. to have <laughs> no it, it's how much ass do you want to give your boyfriend yeah huh. that's weird and and so like so i i learned this the hard way because i went to old navy and they had a sale where like jeans were on sale for like 15 dollars a pair mm-hmm. which is amazing yeah mm-hmm. and so I just bought whatever pants I could find in my size. Mm-hmm. And I get home and I'm like, these aren't fitting. And, you know, I, I did the rock star. I did the boyfriend. I did the curvy. And I was just like, you know, fucking Goldilocks over here with pants. You know, mm-hmm. this one's too big. This one's too small. And this one's just right. So, yeah, the fashion industry is there's definitely there's, broken. There's definitely a standardization that needs to happen that is not there. Yeah. yeah. I feel like measure if just measurements, I understand it'll be difficult for people at first because it's bigger numbers they have to deal with. But like once we make that transition, we get a whole generation just going based off of just measurements. You you wind you wind up with a better shopping experience. Okay, if yeah. men can remember thirty two thirty, yeah, I'm pretty sure I can remember my waist size. Well, yeah. the only reason why I say that it'll probably be more is because I know that like it's easy to do that with pants because generally you're just dealing with waist size, but like with shirts you're dealing with a little bit more. Yeah, but then because even with um men's dress shirts, there's you have to take into account the chest size, the length of it. And uh, when I was shopping for shirts, the shirt that I was going to wear for my wedding, 
that was cumbersome because I was like, I don't fucking know any of these numbers. I had to call in like the dude at the the place I was buying it from to do the measurement, and so he could be like, okay, no, you're gonna you're gonna it's these shirts over here. And even right now, couldn't tell you any of those numbers off the top of my head. So so bra sizes are by measurements. Yeah, just people don't understand that. Yeah. So your bra size is the number is the waistband, mm-hmm. and the letter is how many inches over that waistband is it so like if you're a 42 double d that means you know you're five inches above whatever your waistband number is so your boobs peak out at 47 inches Mm -hmm. and women don't understand this you know i've i've heard uh, a lot of my female friends mention that like if that even sometimes they go in for sizings and they get completely wrong numbers yeah and then they find out later on that like oh no i'm actually this size Oh, yeah. So there's this wonderful website that's helping women with that now. But it's like even so they're going by measurements. But if you go to like Torrid versus Victoria's Secret and you get the same size bra, it's not the same. Just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one more question before we wrap it up. How much her not harassment, but like unwanted attention do you have to deal with? Cause so much. Yeah. Because it's a lot different. Like if me and Cruz were to cosplay, no one's going to care. We're dudes. I had one girl come up to me and be like, oh my god I love your cosplay and this was after hours so one person telling me that I was just like wow that's great yeah I've never had to deal with people being like negative as a man I've never had the only time that I've had to deal with people being negative about things are like other dudes being like you did that wrong and then it's like I know I did it wrong Mm. so people get handsy I do wear provocative clothing sometimes Mm. and people will get handsy I'm not even gonna say men because the, this women do it too and women are yeah. the worst offenders because they have no shame when they're groping another woman mm. yeah that's what i've heard from some like the cosplay horror stories that i've uh, uh listened to on youtube or yeah other girls are like ha, 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 we're girls it's fine we can touch each other no no but you it, yeah cannot. but it's and- like i'm not gonna go over to cruise and grab him by the wiener oh it's okay we have dicks it's, it's fine <laughs> it's like no bro and then um like so i have business cards that i hand out that you know have my discord my instagram my snapchat and my twitter and when i go to like conventions i hand these out you know if you take a photo with me i'm like here you know hit me up or tag me or whatever um, I now have a message saved on my clipboard because I get unsolicited dick pics. Damn. And and what I message people in response is simply unsolicited dick pics will be sent amongst my friends so we can make fun of you. I had one person send me a dick pic randomly just because, you know, being on the Internet, a weird experience. B, I found out that as a man, as mm-hmm. long as if you, for some reason, if you point out you are also a dude, the response from the other person will, for some reason, be calling you gay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you're the one who sent another man a photo of your penis. OK, so first of all, I've if- never had a dick fit sent to me. But one time, like when I was still in high school, a girl that I used to play Xbox with randomly sent me nudes of herself. And it's just like, that's cool and everything. But can you not do that? Can you ask? And she was like freaking out she's like what the fuck you don't want to see my titties and it's just like no i wasn't i was expecting a text message and like hey you want to play not fucking there's tits in my hand now and it's just like oh shit what the fuck no so my rules for dick pics are simple ask me first because you know i'm an adult yeah and that's fine also take a 
good picture. Don't don't be sitting on the toilet with your dick out and be like this <laughs> this is an attractive dick pic. Okay, <laughs> don't send me a picture half mass. Like, like, clearly, everyone knows you got to put a quarter on your wiener so they have something to compare it to. <laughs> oh, no, don't, don't. I don't want to see your dick next to a energy drink, remote control, or a water bottle. Like, or get, a banana for scale. You, yeah, the banana's not even to scale. Like, get creative, okay? Like, actually put a measuring tape there. Just like, just send her a picture of your dick next to a dildo so you know what's no, up. No, because dildos <laughs> come in a bunch of different sizes. No, just get the get the ruler, get the measuring tape. Don't don't waste my time, okay? <laughs> like, like if it is a shitty dip, dick pic, I am going to send it to my friends, yeah. male or female, and we will make fun of you. Just have standards. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I don't and, think I've ever sent anyone a dick pic because it's just kind of weird to be like, "Fuck that, get away!" Oh shit, my titties are kind of showing. <laughs> let me let me redo it. Maybe under. So let me put, let me push my belly down a little yeah. bit. Get a good photo. No, honestly, the worst <laughs> offenders are bad lighting and toilet dick pics. One thing that I've heard from uh, female friends is that, generally speaking the approach is just entirely off because the thing is like if you get nudes from a girl usually they've put a little bit of effort into the photo we do like the lighting's it might not be a whole production but generally speaking the lighting's gonna be good and there's gonna be like a pose involved or some sort of like let me find my best angle yeah you gotta lie a certain way so your titties aren't cross-eyed you know yeah <laughs> whereas like with with dudes it seems like most people just kind of like take a picture yeah. of their dick like a, at any angle and then they're just like here's my penis yeah it, and it's just like there's no put some effort there's into no creativity it. there like consent and effort are key yeah so that's for any listeners just listen to what Momo just said yeah there you go I just still find it weird just to send someone your dick or then probably, like a girl sending like their titties. It's just for me, it's just like you, if you've seen one titty, you kind of almost seen them all. Just, you know, the nipples and what's the Oreo? Ariel. Like that's that's what really changed. And the, the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> and, and like the skin tone. And same with dicks. You've seen if you've seen a circumcised dick or uncircumcised you kind of almost already seen them all honestly, you, you unless, can make a pretty good guess what other ones look yeah. like at the honestly don't don't send people naked pictures yeah you shouldn't that in general yeah, yeah. like one, if it's a if it's a part of your relationship already and you've both established it more power to you random unsolicited weird yeah okay you don't know where it's gonna end up you mm. don't know who the person is on the other side of that yeah. computer most importantly, you don't know their age. That's very true. Yeah. Don't risk it, yeah. like, at all. That's, yeah, that's, that's so, it. That's so a good other thing. Other than, or in women and men groping you, any, if you're a girl and you're going to do this, what would be some advice to, like, hey, pepper spray, a gun? No. Um, <laughs> you can't carry a gun into most conventions, I'm sorry to tell that's you. That's true. Honestly, as fucked up as it sounds, um, the buddy system. Dude, yeah, that that works. But the thing is, was it Crunchyroll or Fanime where we had that dude, Fanime, straight up? Did you hear about that in twenty nineteen? Like, no, oh, it was, where he it gassed was, himself in the room. No, no it was no. twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. Yeah, um, it, there was this dude because he had done it the year before, and that's the reason why starting twenty nineteen he was already banned. Mm -hmm. I think I know for who some you're talking about. In, but he was like. Was he like following girls into the bathroom yeah, or something? Yeah, that's when they started putting security in because he was like touching girls and it's just yeah. like, 
They had his picture. They already banned him, and he so so my got in. Yeah, buddy system in general. Is to be just fair, me and Adrian definitely demonstrated that there are ways to get into a convention without going through the. That's uh, true. I have a friend. We There's don't even a lot of ways. We don't I've even do it. it like on purpose. We've had it happen on accident. Where like one of the times we parked in the parking garage for the hotel, and then like went through the wrong door. My dumbass saw an exit sign, and was just like, "No, the exit's this way." Clearly, and then we went through it went through some back stuff, ended up in a room that was basically on the convention floor. That's how I got into my first Crunchyroll. They had Crunchyroll at the Santa Clara Convention Center yeah. by, by um, Great America. Yeah. That's how I got into my first Crunchyroll. I didn't know what I was doing. I went to Great America and I was just having fun. And then I was like, I followed cosplayers and I was like, these are my people. And I just followed them, and next thing you know, I'm inside Crunchyroll. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, like, the buddy system is the biggest thing. I always go with other people. I've done where I've had to shadow people. Yeah, if you are in something that you think puts you at risk, always have a buddy. Never, yeah. never go at it alone. And if there's anybody out there, female, male, I don't care. If you go to Fanime every year and you require a buddy and don't have one, hit me up. I will gladly be your buddy. Do you have anything you want to plug? Instagram or anything like that? Yeah, so my Instagram is the Momo underscore 11. It's not safe yeah. for work. Yeah. It's 18 plus. Please don't be a weird 13 year old <laughs> on my page. <laughs> yeah, you can go there. You can, there's links to all my other social media on my Instagram. Uh, that's my main one. But yeah, just hit me up. I'm always willing to chat about fanime, cosplaying. Um, you know, if you're a girl and you need inspiration and you're scared about your body, I'm always big on bo body positivity. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you for tuning into this episode. We'll see you guys next week.